Hi and how are you? I trust that you are well and well kept of the Lord. My name is Sami Kaihori and I'm born again and I love the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Welcome to the EBZ Devotions. And today we'll look at a very interesting topic, the topic of stewardship. I want us to draw our devotion for today from the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 and 16 and we'll also look at a very familiar passage of scripture in the New Testament in Matthew 25 but before we do that why don't we open with a word of prayer Our Lord and our God we thank you for this opportunity where we have to look at your word we pray that Lord you may speak to us through your holy spirit as we look at this topic of stewardship thank you for every listener thank you for their needs thank you for their families and thank you for that which you have given them to do for a livelihood i pray that lord you may bless the works of their hands and cause them to prosper and to flourish in everything that they do this is our prayer of faith in jesus name amen Genesis 2 verse 15 and 16 I'll be reading from the NIV it says the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it very important there to take care of it verse 16 and the lord god commanded the man you are free to eat from any tree in the garden 17 but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil for when you eat from it you will suddenly die I want us to draw the definition of a stewardship from this three passages of scripture that we have read from Genesis chapter 2. What is stewardship? Stewardship is to take care of. Stewardship is to take care of. That's the first definition. Stewardship is to supervise. Stewardship is to supervise. and stewardship is to manage therefore by way of definition we will define stewardship as to take care of to manage and to supervise stewardship also tells us that there is a master the man was put in the garden and he was given some instructions by the master therefore when we're talking about stewardship there is somebody you are responsible to and that person is your master number 3 still from genesis chapter 2 verses 15 through to 57 If there is a master therefore you are accountable to the master 
if you're a supervisor, if you're a manager, if you have to take care of something, then it tells us that you have to be accountable to the master. And that's the first principle about stewardship. It is accountability. And we draw those three lessons from Genesis 15 through to 57. I want us to turn our attention to a very familiar passage of scripture in Genesis uh, in Matthew 25:14 to 30. Because of the interest of time, we will not read it. We'll not read all of it because you know the story. It's the parable of the talents. It's the parable of the talents. I will focus in on verse 19. Verse 19 says, After a long time, the master, which confirms what we had read earlier in the book of Genesis, that when we're talking about stewardship, there is a master. After a long time, the master of those servants introduces a new word here that when we are talking about stewardship we are but servants the master came to settle accounts with them friends the master who is our lord jesus christ will come back very soon to settle accounts with us because a stewardship is about accountability that's principle number one but principle number two that we draw from the book of matthew 25 stewardship is about responsibility that after a long time speaks to responsibility the master came back to settle accounts therefore we want to ask ourselves as we look at this principle of stewardship what has the master entrusted us with we his servants And I will share with you four things that the master has entrusted us with. And the master requires of us to be accountable. The master requires of us to be responsible of these four things that he has entrusted unto us. Number one, the master has entrusted unto you to be a good supervisor, to be a good manager, to take care of your time. That's number one, time. Number two, the master is coming back to settle accounts because he has entrusted you with your talents. Each and every last one of us 
not only has a talent but we have multiple talents friends the master is coming back to settle accounts on account of time on account of talents number 3 the master has entrusted us with trust trust when we come to looking at trust i'll be talking a lot to the parents because you have been entrusted with trust i'll be talking a lot to the husbands because you have been entrusted with trust i'll be talking a lot to the teachers because you have been entrusted with trust are you a good supervisor of the trust that's been put in your hands lastly the master has given us treasures that we should take care of the master requires of us to be good supervisors of the talents of the time trust and treasures that he have been put in our hands and this day i want us to look at time and time dear friends is the greatest resource that the master has entrusted us with when you look at the scriptures in ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11 this is solomon writing what looks like his collection about this life after having lived a full life he puts his thoughts together about this life and he tells us in ecclesiastes 9 and verse 11 that he has seen something else under the sun and he has noted that the race is not to the swift nor does the battle come to the strong nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned but time and chance happens to them all solomon is telling us all of us have one thing that is equal and that is time how we use our time will determine whether we'll live in regret or whether we shall live a full life My prayer this day is that how you live your life you will not leave your life in regrets you will not leave in your sunset years and say i wish i knew that your life in your sunset years 
will be a life where you say it was a life well spent that I ran a good race there are six things that I read somewhere and they said it is the thief of time allow me as we close to share those six things that are the thief of time or the six biggest time wasters the last four I found very interesting the first two is something that you've heard over and over again the first one watching TV is a thief of time I hope none of us listening to us this day you're a couch potato that your time is being stolen by watching TV. Number two, I hope that your time is not being stolen by procrastination. Procrastination will lead us to living a life of regret in your sunset years. In years to come, you'll say, I wish I knew. The six biggest time wasters. Number three, Saying yes, this I found very, very interesting. Yes, people. I pray that none of us, this challenged me, will live live this life being a yes person. Being a yes person, your time will get wasted. I learned a very big lesson of a COVID period. A pastor friend of mine told me, Sami, kama hauna mpango, utapangwa. That is to say, if you do not have a plan, somebody else will plan for you. Don't be the yes kind of person. Number four, biggest time waster is perfectionism. I found that very interesting. It's a time waster. Number five. Now, this for me was the greatest surprise. Multitasking. And I'm learning this in at the age where I am right now. That multitasking indeed is a waste of time. I've come to learn it's good to focus on one thing and do it well and do it well and finish it. A friend of mine says that focus means follow on one course. Follow follow one course until successful. F O C U S. Follow one course until successful. Friends do away with multitasking. Follow one course until successful. And lastly, the greatest thief of our time is warring. Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples in Matthew 6 reminds the disciples that who among you by warring can add even a single day to his life? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Friends, the master has entrusted unto us four things. Number one is time. Number two is treasures. Number three is talents. And number four is trust. But under time, 
I pray that, Lord, that the Lord will help us to use our time well. Remember, Ecclesiastes 9.11 <clears throat> Sorry, reminds us, time and chance happens to them all. And the six biggest time wasters, watching TV, procrastination, saying yes, perfectionism, multitasking, and worry. I pray that the Lord will help us fight these thieves of our time. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we bless you for this time that we've had to share. Help us to be good managers of our time. Above all, help us that on the day when we shall be accountable to you of our time, that you shall tell us, well done, good and faithful servant. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>